Today's podcast is going out on Monday the 21st of January and on Tuesday the 22nd of January I am the keynote guest speaker for the Cornwall Chamber of Commerce in the UK and I've got 15 minutes to help the audience understand how to deliver awesome presentations. So I thought in today's show I would share with you what I'm going to be sharing with them tomorrow. Welcome to the Sales and Presentation Podcast. This is the podcast for businesses and individuals who want to transform their sales activity, deliver awesome presentations and win more sales pitches. And now, here is your host, Trevor Lee. Welcome everybody to episode 41 of the Sales and Presentation Podcast. My name is Trevor Lee and uh, this isn't episode 41, this is episode 42. (laughs) How did I get that wrong? Uh, Of the Sales and Presentation Podcast. Uh, I'm here every week with you to share with you top tips and ideas for transforming sales, delivering awesome presentations and winning more sales pitches. Now, if you've got a top tip for sales or presenting, you'd like to share it on the show, then uh, drop me a line. Simply drop me a line to this email address, podcast at trevorleemedia.co.uk. And we could fix up an audio recording opportunity and then I can share your top tip on one of the future episodes. Or If you'd simply like me to answer a question you might have about sales or presenting, then simply drop that question to the same email address. That's podcast at trevorleemedia.co.uk, and I will aim to answer it in one of the future episodes. And the uh, Lee bit is L-double-E, by the way. Let's get on with the uh, the podcast. Um, So as I say, I'm going to tomorrow, as it happens to be, to be presenting at the Cornwall Chamber of Commerce, and I've got 15 minutes to help the audience understand what it is they need to do to deliver an awesome presentation. So I'm going to be starting off by saying to them that all presentations need to have three key things. They need to engage, they need to educate, and they need to entertain. And what else, the rest of the stuff that I'm going to be sharing with them will be around those three themes. So if you've got a presentation that you want to do and you want to do it really, really well, then think about writing those three things down. Engage educate, entertain. Because if your presentation does all of those three, that will send you well on your way to delivering a really successful presentation. In order to do that, we need to look at three key components of any presentation. That's the delivery, the content, and the structure. So first up, I'm going to share with you six sort of tips that I'm going to be giving to the Chamber of Commerce members about delivery. So they're coming up now. So the six things I'll be sharing with them. Number one, run on time. There's nothing worse, is there, than when you're a member of an audience and indeed an organiser of an event and a presenter goes over their allocated time. You're looking at your watch, you're fiddling around, you're thinking, I've got to go, I've got to go. How long is this going to go on for? So if you, you know, if you run over time, that's going to be bad news for the eventual outcome of your presentation. And also there's a chance that you won't get a chance to do your summary because someone will be tapping on their watch and hauling you off. So you've got to run on time. The best way of running on time, i found, is to practice delivering your presentation in 80% of your allocated time. So if you've got 10 minutes to deliver that presentation, practice doing it in 8 and then chances are you will hopefully run on time. Next thing up is use your voice when you're delivering a presentation. Everyone's got a voice and you can use it. So if you, you know, use your voice to emphasize a point or make a really, you know, just use it. Or you can speed things up, slow them down, pause, 
That's a really good one as well. I've mentioned that in several of the other podcasts as well. If you go along deliver your presentation in the same old way all the way through, then that's not going to sound that interesting after a while. Number three, energy. You need to bring some energy to the presentation. So feel energized because if you can, you're energized, you can pass that energy on to your audience, they'll be energized and they'll be with you. They're more likely to engage with your presentation if they're feeling energized. So move around if you can. You know, use your hands and arms and your body to really create that interaction with the audience, make it feel really energized as well. And on the same thing, use eye contact. One of the downsides of a lot of presenters is they tend to have more eye contact with the screen than they do with the audience. So keep your eyes on the audience most of the time. Everybody has that little glance over their shoulder, don't they? To check the slides come on correctly, okay? So, you know, what a, what a lot of people do is they put the slide on and then they look back in surprise to see what the slide is and then they start talking about it. I mean, come on, guys, you can do better than that. So keep eye contact on the audience. Top tip. If you've got something really important you want to share with one particular member of the audience, it doesn't matter how big the audience is, but one message you want to get over to one person, then when you're delivering that message, look at them. They will feel as though you're talking just to them exclusively. It's a great little tip. A couple of other things then on delivery, notes. Don't turn up on stage or wherever you're presenting from with a whole host of uh, a big wad of A4 notes. It will just look as though you don't know what you're talking about or you haven't prepared. And chances are you're getting a right old muddle because you'll, be, you'll forget about looking at your notes. And then you'll think, "Where? oh, I need to look at my notes now. And then you'll be on page three of your notes and you've still got page one. Don't use A4 notes. I always use a little postcard. I've just got one or two words on the postcard for each slide. It just reminds me where I am, that sort of thing. So don't use big notes. And finally, if you're going to, you know, to deliver well, you have to practice. If I'm the number one golfer or cricketer or whatever in the world, I'm still going to practice. Chances are you're not the number one presenter in the world, which means it's more important that you practice. And one thing about practice is it doesn't matter how high up the organisation you are, you need to practice. I've got this, I've got this uh, thing that there's a correlation between the, the amount of practice people do, or don't do rather, and the higher they are in the organisation. I'm the CEO, I don't need a practice presentations. I've been presenting for years, you know. That sort of attitude. Come on, guys. Get out there and practice. So that's delivery. Let's talk about content. The biggest reason content doesn't work in presentations is because the presenter thinks about themselves and not the audience when they've, when they've got a chance to do a presentation they think all oh, right I'll tell them this and I'll tell them that and I'll stick that in and well I need to mention that and I need to do that I need to do that but you need to think what is it your audience want to hear and sometimes you're going to have to leave stuff out that you really are passionate about and you really want to include but frankly it's irrelevant to your audience so don't waste their time on it to get engagement with your audience you need to talk about things they're interested in so think about your audience. Who's it going to be? What are they expecting from you? And then that's what you have to deliver. And also in the content bit, I will talk about, you know, the things that you, you know, you must avoid doing too much of. And I, and I, I summarize all these under drum banging. And when I do the presentation at the Chamber of Commerce, I'm going to be showing three slides. There'll be a slide of a picture of awards. And I'll be saying, ladies and gentlemen, this is often how you start your presentation. You put up a slide with loads of cups and you say, hey, look at us. We're fantastic. We're the number one in our sector. You should never consider working with anybody else. You've got to come to us. Look at all the awards we've won. 
And then comes up a picture of their people at a sort of party or event or something. Hey, look at our great team enjoying themselves at this little beach beach do and all that sort of stuff. Aren't they wonderful? You know, they're all brilliant. Chances are two of them aren't, on, aren't in the company anymore when you show a team picture. <laughs> and then finally, you know, and I'm just going to emphasise the point here. I've got a picture of a coffee machine. I'm going to say, oh, I'm just to round it all off. If you come to our offices, you will get the best coffee ever. Because look at that fantastic coffee machine we've got. None of our competitors could, or even you guys could afford such a great coffee machine. So all you're doing is banging the drum, banging the drum, banging the drum. Don't do that. Don't bang the drum like that, particularly at the start of the presentation. That's not going to engage your audience by you going, hey, look how brilliant I am. Okay, it's all about them, not about you. That's what you've got to remember. So if you need to bang the drum, then put it in there, but put it in there subtly at an appropriate moment. Bang the drum too much at the start, people have switched off. They're not interested. They're thinking, oh God, here we go. What are they on about now? The rest of, the, rest of your content, think about how much content you're going to share, particularly on your slides. So if you're going to use slides and you don't have to use slides, you know, why not use props? I do quite a few presentations. I don't use slides. I've got an old suitcase. I bring out all the strange things, but it's memorable. I did one recently. I had to go and um, I was part. I do some work for a third party organization and they invited all the people who work with them to come in and do a little 10 minute presentation about what, what we all do individually. And I took a suitcase in there and um, I talk about, I, I did a sales bit for them. And I took an old suitcase in there and I've got this little routine with a T-shirt and a wetsuit. And it's all about how easy is it to get into one or the other. There's a little challenge. I throw some money on the table, that sort of stuff. But the point I'm trying to make is that I'm emphasizing that in sales, it's all about making it easy for your customers to buy. So is it as easy to buy from you as getting the T-shirt or is it as tricky to get as it is in the wetsuit? But everybody remembers it. I had great feedback afterwards. People from that organization said, oh, Trevor, I want you to go work with my client here. And I want you to go work with my client here. I love the suitcase idea. You know, it's great. So it's memorable. So use the props, okay? They will work. Now, if you're going to use slides and you're going to put words on slides, then here's the rule for you to follow, right? Start with one word. That's it, just one word on your slide. And then really ask yourself, do I need any more than one word? Don't copy and paste text onto a slide. Ah, that's a disaster. I show a slide with 312 words on it, which was put together by a very well-known consultancy company many a few years ago now that I was, you know, when they were doing a pitch that I was part of. Don't use complicated grids. You know, you don't need to show a grid that says, hey, look, I understand this, but you and the audience clearly won't. Okay, you can use it maybe for effect, but be careful how you use things like that. You've got to be a ruthless editor. So one word, powerful images, that will really make a big, big difference to you and your business. So, ladies and gentlemen, that's the content bit. Think about your audience. Okay, so just want to uh, just got a little break now because um, I want to ask you a quick question. Have you checked your on hold message recently? Is it engaging your customers or is it turning them off your company because it's boring, it's out of date, or it's just screechy old music, you know, that, ooh, that stuff you've had for years. And most of the people in an organization never know what their on-hold music is because they don't ever listen to it. But VoiceBuddy provides professional telephone on-hold and out-of-office messages. Press 1 for VoiceBuddy and transform the quality of your pre-recorded messages. You can find VoiceBuddy at www.voicebuddy.co.uk. That will be much better for your customers if you've got a really interesting, up-to-date and relevant on-hold message. I can recommend VoiceBuddy to you. Let's get on and talk about the third part of this, which is structure.
So it's structure. The grand old saying of presenting. You've all heard this before, I'm sure. The three tell thems. Tell them what you're going to tell them. Tell them. Tell them what you've told them. It still applies today. You need those three things. The big start, the core messages, the positive finish. That's kind of how I would describe it. So the tell them what you're going to tell them bit, the big start. Incorporate something in there that really grabs people's attention. Give them an indication as what's going to do. Over the next 15 minutes, I'm going to show you how to deliver an awesome presentation. da di da di da whatever it is. And then when you get your messages in the middle, you must avoid the kitchen sink syndrome. In other words, you throw everything in there you, you, you know about. All your products, all your services, everything else. Knock it down, ladies and gentlemen. Be that ruthless editor. Get it down to three things that will really engage and be relevant for your audience. Okay, the three things that they want to hear about that they won't know about. This is the educational bit as well. You've got to tell them things they won't know or they can't easily find out. Because if you're just repeating stuff that they know already, well, what's the point of that? That's not going to really engage them, is it? So give them stuff they don't know and make it interesting. But stick to three core messages. That will really be helpful. And you've got to make sure you've got time for the summary because it's the last thing people hear from you. It's the, it's the positive finish. And just round it all up. So the last 15 minutes I've shared with you and these are the reasons why you should be interested. And this is what I'd like you to do next. That's important as well. Book an appointment with me. I'll be hanging around afterwards. It might be there's a Q&A. If you've got a Q&A, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, then save back some of your final summary till after the Q&A. Because finishing on a Q&A can be quite flat. You can do, oh, that's the end of the presentation. Da -de -da -de -da. Any questions, anybody? And then somebody asks a question or two. And they say, right, thanks very much. And then it's all over. So I would say, right, before I do my final summing up, uh, well, let's, we've got a little chance to do some questions. So any questions, anybody? A top tip in here as well is always have a rhetorical question up your sleeve, just in case no one asks a question. question normal people ask me at this stage is, so you can get the Q&A flowing. When the questions are over, say, right, thank you very much for your questions, ladies and gentlemen. So to give you my final summing up of this, let me remind you, body, body, blah, yeah? So that's the structure of it. Right, final little thing before we finish. A lot of people don't like presenting. They feel very nervous about it. You know, I talk to people in all sorts of walks of life and tell them I do presentation coaching. They go, oh, God, I hate doing presentations. I hate speaking. Okay, so if you're feeling like that, there are some ways you can reduce your nerves. So here are a few quick top tips on how to reduce your nerves if you're feeling nervous about presenting. Number one, clothes. Always a good idea to wear clothes, but wear clothes <laughs> that you feel most confident in, that you feel really good about yourself in. That's, you know, that, that's always helpful, okay? So think about what you want to wear. Number two, before, just before you go on, you know, that's the time when you're probably feeling most nervous, you know, oh, God, it's me next. Then just do a little bit of exercise, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to do this now. It's not this. You can't really describe exercise in a podcast very easily. Um, but, um, you know, just move your arms about, you know, just have a little, little movement on the spot, roll your shoulders, that sort of thing. I don't mean go for a jog around the block or anything, but just, just get loosened up, basically. And the third thing is uh, have a little glass of water just with you close by. Because if you do sort of suddenly forget where you are and you think, oh, my God, what's coming up next? Then just have a little sip of water and it will. no one will notice. No one will think you've stopped. It's just a natural part of presenting. Gives you a few seconds to get back on track, regather your thoughts, that sort of thing. It's also a good thing if you think you're going right too fast. You know, I, I, I talked about people running on time, but occasionally presenters just go too fast and they go they go too, too fast, basically. So water can slow you down on that as well. So at the end of the day, ladies and gentlemen, though, you know, when you deliver in a presentation, it's all about being the best of you. 
because you know we do, you want to be authentic people need to recognize you as the speaker and not think well who the hell was that you know that wasn't who i thought it was you know so but be, just be the best of you for that 10 15 minutes however long it is right so finally let's remind ourselves three things engage educate entertain you don't have to be a fire eater or a comedian but just make it interesting for people and if spontaneous humor happens during the presentation then that's great as well and finally let's add another e on the end it's called enjoy because if you enjoy delivering your presentation your audience will certainly enjoy being part of it as well and we all enjoy working with people that we basically frankly enjoy working with so anyway i hope you've enjoyed this podcast i hope you've enjoyed all the podcasts if you do enjoy the podcast then please do leave me a review or rate the podcast you can do that on itunes or you can do that on your podcast app that would be fantastic and uh, if you want to send a question in or you want to maybe do a you know send you know do an audio recording of your top tip then the email address just repeat once more it's podcast at trevorleemedia.co.uk so that's the end of this podcast i'm your host trevor lee i'll be back next week with another episode of the sales and presentation podcast until then make sure you make the most of your sales and presenting opportunities thank you very much thank you for listening the sales and presentation podcast is a production of trevor lee media if your organization needs to transform its sales activity and re-energize its sales team or you need help with a key presentation or sales pitch, then please get in touch with Trevor via Trevor at trevorleemedia.co.uk or call him on 07785 390 717. If you enjoyed the podcast, please do leave a review on iTunes or via your podcast app. Thank you.